Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right, uh, great to have you with us here. A little hump day edition, all downhill from here. Or is it? Got football tomorrow night. And uh, primetime football from Greenville. Let's check the forecast, right? Another day where it was sunny at 71. Uh, and then another uh, night where it's going to be uh, clear. And um, then tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds in the morning, followed by cloudy skies during the afternoon. They're saying a slight, slight chance of a shower. And then uh, rain tomorrow night, rainfall near half an inch. Now, I'm flipping around here on our vast bank of monitors here in the studio. And even the local station that does weather 27 minutes out of the 30 minutes they do a newscast isn't showing any. You think with rain coming, they'd be sounding the bell and alerting everybody. But no, not even the station that does 27 minutes of weather out of a 30-minute newscast. Nothing. I guess Governor Wimpy spoke today, so we're got to get on back on the COVID thing with him. Uh, good to see you, Ben Byram, over there, ladies and gentlemen. He is uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Hey, Ben. What was the... Uh, we didn't talk about this Monday because there was so much to unpack from the weekend of football. But what were the... What was You know, the game wound up on ESPN News. So you were getting a lot of ACC network caliber commercials. During the oh, ECU, yeah. brought what was it? There was these glow in the dark cars that drive on walls, and then, right. Uh, well, I've seen that one, but this yeah. the one I had not seen was Skybot. Oh yes, the Spybot. Spybot. Yeah. Spybot. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who's that. Who is that for? The kids? Spybot's for the kids. I was trying to figure out what the thing on the door exactly does. There's like four different sky or Spybots, and they have. A different, perhaps, uh, talent or me- like one is obviously so you can listen in. It's like a baby monitor. Yeah, one was like a robot that had a camera on it. Right. The other one has like a laser yeah. that apparently tripped an alarm. So yeah. in other words, it's like stuff that you would like a normal adult would have in their home. Yeah. Just in the form of a robot, so like kids can. Yeah, we got to teach kids about security. <laughs> Keeping it safe, right? Yeah. I mean, there was guarding one, the home. There was one thing that went on a door where you needed a password for it to not make a sound. But okay. I'm trying to figure out why would you not just open the door? What's keeping you from just opening the door? Because you, if you want to sneak up on somebody, if you're, you know, kids are big on sneaking up on people. I, I'm trying to figure out how do you sneakily kind of open a door? I feel like you would know if somebody opened a door in a room you're in. Well, I, I guess it depends on if it's like a nice new door. I guess. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to trick kids into thinking, no, this locks your door. You can't get in unless you say the password. Well, maybe that's what it is. You put 
if you have a kid that won't stay in bed, it likes to get out of the bed in the middle of the night. Oh, it's for the parents. It might be, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. I was trying to figure out who exactly, again, the spy bots were geared to. I'm not sure who it's for. All I know is 10-year-old Ben is excited, and he wants some spy bots. I think modern-day Ben's pretty fired up about it, too. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Of all the things that I saw on... uh, those that I mean, because that was major, major. It just tells you how long too it's been since I've watched the ACC network. I guess that's the latest bit of, of rotation of commercials. But the ACC network, which I mean, just tells you how much just boatloads of money ESPN and Disney have, because you never see an ad like an actual ad that was sold for like, like back in the good old days of the ACC, the Raycom Jefferson Pilot. You, you know, when they put the game on, you'd have a commercial for, like, Food Lion. Yeah, there you go. Or, like, uh, the you know, sale with the pilot. I mean, insurance companies. Or, you know, there'd be some pretty low budge, but still, like, local commercials or regional commercials. I think the Carolina not, Ford dealers or your Carolina Dodge dealers. I think you're not giving the ACC Network and what, uh, enough credit. I mean, they do have that Copperfit commercial. It's got Brett Favre in it. Well, no, what that's I'm saying is, but, that, them. but that's like a <laughs> that's like a, an infomercial or yeah, like exactly. a call to action. There was a deal um, years and years ago. I actually got comped as part of my deal some my pillows. My pillow was on the station I was on. This was in Raleigh. Was the pillow any good? I still sleep on it. Really? Yeah. I'd had a hard time finding a good pillow. I've got one for the beach, which is a little more firm. And then I've got one that I use now. Now, it's it, we're getting near the end of the run of the one I sleep on every night. And you say, oh, gross. But you can wash them. They're, that's the yeah. thing. They're machine washable. I always wanted the Chillo. Do you remember the Chillo? Yeah, I know what you're speaking yeah. of. I like my pillows. So cool. I need to kind of find a new pillow for me. And I don't know where I'm going to go. Chillo. It could be the Chillo. Because, I mean, my wife, that look, last night was just complaining about how cold it was. I, I said, no. There's like no, you got to have it cold. I said, you've got so many blankets in this house. Go get one. I don't like to be sweaty and hot when oh, I'm sleeping. I nobody like a does. chill, yeah. Got to have it. I mean, it's, it's the fan running. Got to. That's a gots to situation. And so my, my wife's running one or two, but she's doing it for. Um, sound, she says. No, no, no. We've got to run fans to, to keep it cool in here. And I say fans because we're in kind of a temporary situation now. And the air conditioning stinks. And so we've put a fan that blows the air out of the room. Okay, okay. That's what the, that's what the AC, that was his great advice. The guy came over to fix the AC. His great advice was, we'll put this fan here and let the air blow, blow air out of the room. Like, I won't fix your AC, but right. I'll tell you what I'm you gonna can show do. You, I'm going to show you this nifty trick. You pay me a couple hundred bucks, and I'll tell you what you need to do. <laughs> that's how we do it here, pal. Yeah. Dirty South. Apparently so. But, um, I, I, yeah, you got to, you got to. Anyway, the, the my pillow thing was, was good because, I mean, you got the pillow. But it was a call to action. So, I, 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 you know, you had to use the promo code P-MAN. Or well, you got to call within a minute, and then you get two of them for the price right. of one. But you, but you had to use the code. And that's what a lot of these ACC Network ESPN News things are. If you act now and use the code Brett Favre's elbow, you get to save money on the copper fit. 
That because then they they can gauge yeah. if you're an effective person. Yeah. And we were actually my show and my call to action was the most effective anybody in the company, which is I think why it went away because it was not effective for you know, I, I was the wrong person to be effective I guess, but um it was an effective thing. Uh, we we led the company, and I think even led the market in people ordering it. Because I mean, not only are you within the company stations within the building where I was working, but also competitor stations, you know, other ownership. The king of the my pillows, Patrick Johnson. I was the in the triangle for 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 a small period there prior to the to the 2016 election. Hey, this guy can sell. He can sell you a pen. I could. I could the ketchup popsicle to the Eskimo and white gloves. In July, that's me. Uh, but I was sold on the spy bots. I, again, I didn't know if I maybe hallucinated seeing that. I just was, you know, just kind of confirming. It was late. You might have been a little bit out of it. You know, you were oh, tired. I was way out of it. Way, way out of it. I'm just I, look. I'm I'm just thrilled. The game next Saturday is at three in the afternoon. That's like in the good, nice, meaty part of the there day. There you go. Yeah, we're used to that. We're used oh, to that. We can handle that. I can handle that. What do you mean we? You're the guy that stays up all night and <laughs> sleeps. Half well, I'm the just day. saying, part fans in general. Oh, we're used yes. to the three o'clock yes. start time or the noon start time. I like that. Uh, by the way, thanks again to John Gilbert, director of ECU Athletics. He came in yesterday. Uh, that uh, show is up on our website, 943thegame.com. It is also uh, available, I guess, wherever we download podcasts. But uh, a lot of folks uh, wanted to, you know, make the, uh, you know, wanted to hear that, that missed it or, or didn't hear the second part of it or, or something like that. So uh, tomorrow we uh, may get around to. Uh, re-airing some of that during the pregame show. It just sort of depends on how our guest situation goes. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, requests out. We've got a lot of stuff going on as far as uh, a guest tomorrow. Uh, Michael Kelly, Mike Kelly, been with the ACC. He's been a lot of places. He is now uh, what you would call AD or Director of Athletics at South Florida. They, they actually call him the Vice President of Athletics there. Some fancy terminology. Uh, but he will be uh, coming by. He'll be one of our guests. He was on the board representing ADs in the conference uh, that kind of went through this process of selecting, you know, the target members, I guess, or coming up with the direction they were going to go with conference expansion for the AAC. Uh, he's also, you know, obviously, as we said, worked in the ACC, a real well-traveled, well-respected guy. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having him on tomorrow to talk and get his perspective. We kind of got John Gilbert's perspective yesterday. He liked the idea of adding Charlotte just from a proximity and rivalry and, and travel situation. So I am kind of curious to get uh, Mike Kelly's perspective on FAU coming. Because, I mean, the, the thing about South Florida, they're not in South Florida. They're along the Gulf Coast about midway down the state, midway down the panhandle or midway down the uh, peninsula. So they're selling you a big good, a bill of goods. What you're telling me is uh, South Florida's a bunch of liars. No, I've, they can't no, be trusted. I, I, no, I did not say that. No, that's what you said. No, read, read in between the lines, people. It's not truly in South Florida. Um, but you know, with UCF leaving, that kind of clears the neighborhood of representation for the American in that state. But then they go and they get a true kind of South Florida institution in FAU. So I, I'm I'm curious to kind of get that, and I and I'm hoping, 
And I'm not saying uh, Mr. Gilbert didn't answer the question because he did. But, you know, I, I think it'd be interesting to get Mike Kelly's perspective, the USFAD, on how Rice got into the conversation, why Rice became a viable candidate and ultimately added an expansion in the coming years. I, I think that's it. I, I think that would be fascinating. Everybody else you kind of understand. Now, Rice, obviously, tremendous endowment, top-notch ath- uh, academics. Uh, and the Houston market. They beat UAB. They did. <laughs> they, they beat did. UAB. So I, I, I would be sort of interested in hearing how they got into the mix and, and where that went. Um, some very interesting comments from John yesterday. So we'll revisit uh, some of that perhaps tomorrow during uh, our programming. We'll be on the air at 3. So out of the Adam Gold Show, a special uh, from the stadium edition, from the Town Bank Tower edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. No cow herd. No cow herd tomorrow. Um, not here on 94.3, the game at least. Sunhaller will be with us. We've asked Eric Ward to stop by uh, ECU Sports Marketing and Fan Engagement. So I hope Eric will come by and, and visit us on the set. Uh, pre-game starts at 4. We'll go till 6.30. Terrence Copper and myself for our Bushlight Pirate Game Day Countdown. And uh, we'll have Mike Kelly, as I mentioned. Got some other guests that we're going to kind of shore up uh, tonight and try to get them to come by. Uh, Talk to the guys in Philly today on text. They're going to have a uh, very special Saturday locks on a Thursday. So they'll be beaming that into us. I think it's going to be delivered to us slightly before the show. So just be ready for that, Ben. That'll be exciting. Uh, plus, we'll have all of our normal uh, programming uh, and pregame look at ECU and USF. Huge game, obviously, tomorrow. The season, I don't want to say it comes down to tomorrow, but boy, it's looking a lot better if you get out of this thing in about uh, 20, 28 hours, I guess, from now, 29, whatever it is, 30 hours. It's going to look a lot better if you're on the winning side of the ledger in, a, in 28, 30 hours from now. Oh, yeah. No it, doubt about it, it's that. It's going to look a lot better than if you were to not be able to pull this out tomorrow against the USF team. That, I mean, granted, they looked really good against Temple. I would say they improved, but they're still not very good. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's, how good is Temple? Obviously not good enough to, to win in that setting on the road. Yeah. USF took it to them. They were in Florida. I mean – they got a head coach, and I mean, I don't think he's forgot how to coach offense, Chad Scott, right? For a bad football team, he somehow has the offensive line figured out, which is kind of surprising. Usually bad football teams, that's the one thing they don't have. They don't have an offensive line. Exactly. They have other he's got things. that figured yeah. out, though. He's backwards. But, you know, they're going to they're gonna come in here feeling good about themselves. And I think in college football sometimes – and I don't have any numbers. This is just a feel thing. But it seems like sometimes it's a little easier to be the road team in that scenario. That quick turnaround off a, off a weekend on Thursday night. Because you're so locked in. I'll tell you where I think the scenario is really, really tough. And we're going to get Alder to talk about this tomorrow when we have him on. Is if you get back in late or early morning on a Sunday morning after a Saturday game. And then you're playing on Thursday. That just shortens your week. 
if your game's at noon or if it came off without a hitch in the afternoon like it was supposed to and you get back at a kind of relatively reasonable hour, maybe 11 at night, you know, that's not as wild as if you get back at 5 in the morning or 6 in the morning after waiting around and playing such an emotionally draining game. So uh, we'll, we'll discuss that. I, I think Sonny was on the team that came back from UTEP in the middle of the night. Yikes. And then turned around and had to play on a Thursday. I think Sonny was on that team. He certainly remembers it, but there is a scenario where that occurred, so we'll talk to Jason. That's, again, tomorrow. Uh, in a little bit, we're going to catch up with uh, Coach Hamilton, Jason Hamilton from ECU Soccer, top 10 in the region. And they've also got a uh, a berth in the conference tournament coming up. So they'll have a chance to qualify for the NCAAs with the AQ. Just got to win it. So we'll talk to Coach Hamilton uh, about that, plus our pirate report. In fact, we'll get to that in our uh, next segment. It's really uh, just more of a Jeff Scott kind of uh, uh, sound from him, talking about his team, but also talking about uh, the Pirates heading into the matchup tomorrow night. Again, we'll be uh, on the air special time tomorrow of 3. 4 o'clock then, we'll follow our show, Pirate Game Day Countdown. I'll be out there with Terrence Copper. Two and a half hours leading into the network. You can hear the game kick off at 7.30 here on 94.3 The Game or 107.9 WNCT, the 100,000-watt flagship of the ECU Pirates. All right, we've got uh, a giveaway here. Four tickets, Ben, is that right? Four tickets. Four tickets to tomorrow night's ECU-USF game on us. And you can uh, get them by being caller 5 at 252-561-GAME. 252-561-4263. You'll be a winner. Four tickets will be yours to tomorrow night's game. ECU-USF. Weather's looking pretty good. Won't rain till later on in the night, so should be able to get in the game. Will be a good one. Hope you'll make it out and hope that you'll uh, dial in now. Caller 5 will be the winner of the tickets. Our Pirate Report next. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Dogwood State Bank is changing the landscape of community banking. That term community banking is not just a catchy slogan for Dogwood State Bank. They're really defining what it means to bank local. Big banks may want big business, but Dogwood State Bank wants your business, no matter what size. At Dogwood State Bank, your business is big business. Come to Dogwood State Bank and you'll see the difference. Dogwood State Bank with offices in Greenville, Moorhead City, Wilmington, Raleigh, Sanford, and Charlotte. Are you ready to put your HVAC training to good use? Advanced Mechanical Heating and Air Conditioning is hiring service technicians with a minimum three years of experience. Advanced Mechanical treats our customers and employees like family. We offer competitive pay, benefits, and a great work environment. With cooler weather on the way, we need team members who are ready to work and provide exceptional service to our customers. Advanced Mechanical ensures customers aren't left out in the cold by providing 
free system replacement evaluations. And when it's replacement time, a new train system offers customers peace of mind. Train systems are reliable, energy efficient, and provide clean air to homes and businesses. It's hard to stop a train. Advanced Mechanical employees are also reliable. They must be drug-free, pass a background check, and have a valid North Carolina driver's license. Be a part of the area's leading heating and air conditioning team. Visit the careers page on our website, advancemechnc.com, or call us at 252-355-9191. Advanced Mechanical, customer committed through the seasons. Time now for an update from Town Insurance. I've got my friend Jim Clement in the studio with me. Jim, great to see you. What's new at Town Insurance? What's new, Henry, is our growth in this state. We have now exceeded $60 million in revenue with 300 employees over both states, Virginia and North Carolina. But North Carolina, our footprint goes from Corolla down to Wilmington, to Kinston, Greenville, Raleigh, and our newest operation in Charlotte. So, Jim, what does that mean for all of your clients and uh, friends in eastern North Carolina? Because of town's massive resources, meaning access to more companies and markets, we are able to serve all of our clients right here in eastern North Carolina with their personal lines, their commercial lines, their life and health needs, or their small business needs. We continue to hear more and more about town insurance, and uh, it's great to have you in here giving us an update today. How about people who aren't doing business with you right now in eastern North Carolina? What would you say to them? Come to town today. What's the telephone number? 756-8300. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Getting the Pirate Nation home. It's the Patrick Johnson Show. The drive home should be a delight. Here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Scott Weiland's birthday today, or at least would be. You had to remind me he had... He yeah, broke. Yeah, it kind of went under the radar because that was the year where we lost like a ton of celebrities. It was kind of it was in December, so yeah. end of the year in fifteen. Yeah, very unfortunate. Because I said, boy, it's, it's his birthday today. It's kind of amazing. He's still. Nope, he's gone. No, he's gone. <laughs> God, that's terrible. Is that bad? It is bad. I love Drug this related. song too. One of my favorites. Nah, Stone Temple Pilots, good band. And then he was in another uh, kind of one of those. Uh, all-star band kind of thing. Oh, Super yeah. Super group. Velvet Revolver. He, Velvet Revolver. It was just Guns N' Roses, but with uh, with him Scott singing. Wyland. Yeah, singing. that was all it was, yeah. But they were, they were a good band. They were good. They had some good songs. Good band, Velvet Revolver was. Uh, let's see here. Um, Dylan was our winner in Greenville. He picked up the four tickets to the game tomorrow night, so have fun, Dylan. Stop by, say hi to us at the tailgate spot. I know you're a fan of nicknames. You like the San- uh, yeah. You like the Savannah Bananas, right? I love the Savannah Bananas. So there's an East Coast Hockey League team in Savannah, and they are now the Ghost Pirates. The Ghost Pirates. Ghost Pirates. Wow, that's the team I would make up. The like, big guy Frank Sokowski uh, reporting that down there. That is the edgiest name that's out there. Right that now. does sound like a kid made that name up. Oh doesn't yeah, it? for sure. 
So my niece for Halloween is going to be a, a unicorn witch. Unicorn witch? I like apparently, this hybrid deal going on Apparently here. there's a costume that is a unicorn witch. She found a costume or is she I was coming told. up with it? Oh, no, no, okay. she, was, she found it. What are you being for Halloween? You dressing up? No, no, Ben. What no? do you mean what am I going to be for Halloween? Oh. Asleep, I hope. Come on, have a little fun. No. So I, I'm, I'm doing a game Saturday. I'm working with a guy, and we're going to travel together. And uh, at a certain point, we're going to depart because he's going to go his way. I'm going to go mine, drive him back. And I told him, I, I you know, I said, you know, I, I do kind of have a there's some place I'd like to stop on the way back, but I'll, I'll get you to where you need to get to so I can do that. And, you know, you can get back to your uh, engagement. He's like, yeah, yeah, I've got a Halloween party that we're hosting at the house. No invite. A little Look, awkward. I have a great idea. Yeah. Loosen that guy up here. Yeah. You seen the movie Step Brothers? <laughs> yes. You know the scene where uh, they dress up in tuxedos to yeah. go for a job interview? Uh-huh. Y'all both just dress up like them in tuxedos to do your broadcast. It'll still be considered professional. Right. But it also doubles as a Halloween costume. But see, he didn't invite me to his Halloween party is my point. Well, maybe if y'all do that together, then you'll <laughs> loosen up <laughs> and invite you. What are you dressing as? What would be Ned Flanders? Simpsons. Easy costume. Do you have, like, plans that night? Yeah, yeah. I got to hit up downtown. Are you going to stay out of trouble? Oh, yeah. Okay. Of course. I got a good head on my shoulders. I hope so, because let me tell you, you can get in some real trouble on Halloween. I know. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know. No doubt about it. Is there? Look, Google this. Uh, is there a popular, you know, there's obviously popular costumes each year. Is there a popular sports costume this year? Is that its own category? So while Ben's Googling that, we'll go ahead and start today's Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. And it is brought to you by Acre Station, local grown pork, beef, fresh and smoked sausage, Acre Station Meat Farm, Highway 32 in Pinetown, by Doug Henry, Chevrolet Buick and GMC in Farmville. And Doug Henry Ford and Aiden, if you paid more, or you did pay more, I should say, if you didn't get yours at Doug Henry. Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, when you're ready to talk about insurance protection, call Flatlands Jessup Insurance. Time financing. Need money fast. Time financing is your personal loan specialist. Time financing with two dozen locations across North Carolina. And by Meineke, doing car care right. I found your answer. Okay. All right. It, it it varies. There's three kind of main ones this year that sports. are in style. Sports related. Themed, yeah. All right. So one is LeBron James from the new Space Jam, which I think is a horrible idea. Please don't do that. Uh, the other is The play. Rock. Yeah. I don't know how you really do The Rock unless you're roided up. But Wait And then the other one. You're going to get a sued. Settle down. <laughs> and the other one is Ted Lasso from that, that show. He's like the, he's the like Ted Lasso a, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess dressed up as Ted Lasso. He's like a, I think he's like a, a soccer manager. He's or something. a soccer, yeah. yeah, in in Europe. So that's the big one this year. That's the name of the show. Is Ted Lasso, by the way. Oh, uh, okay. Never seen it. Not interested in soccer or anything soccer related. You know, I have not so- seen it either. But and, and I'm except for women's soccer. I was gonna say, do not display that uh, same sentiment when we have uh, Coach Hamilton. I only on care about minutes. pirate women's soccer. There you go. Look at you. What a recovery. We're doing well. Scott, uh, Jeff Scott, uh, USF head coach. They'll be here tomorrow for the game against ECU. 
Uh, he says that ECU's record can be deceiving. Uh, East Carolina is definitely uh, going to be a, a huge challenge. Uh, very talented East Carolina team. You really go back and study it. You know, they had a three-point loss uh, at home to South Carolina. Um, you know, they had a four-point loss to Central Florida, where Central Florida scored on the last drive of the game. And then, uh, you know, this past Saturday had a uh, overtime loss uh, to a 6-1 and one Houston team. Um, so they're really about three plays away from being 6-1 and one themselves. And, um, you know, whenever I go back and, and look at it, we did not play very well last year against East Carolina here at home. I really felt like they dominated uh, the majority of the game there. Um, so it's definitely going to be a, a good challenge for us here on Thursday. And Coach Scott for South Florida talked about the Pirate offense. Um, you know, offensively, I think they're very talented. Uh, their quarterback, number 12, I think is one of the, the best quarterbacks in our league. And, uh, I mean, he is just uh, one of those guys that has the it factor. And uh, he finds ways to, to make plays when plays maybe aren't there. And, um, you know, I gained a lot of respect from him last year. And, and watching what he's doing on film this year is, is uh, uh, definitely uh, pretty special. Uh, they have two very talented running backs that are having a really good years. I think you could make the case that last year at South Florida was, it may not have been Holt Naylor's best game, but it was one of his best games. I agree, yeah. He was great last year, and I hope he can find that for him tomorrow night. Uh, this is Jeff Scott talking about the Pirate defense. Uh, defensively, uh, they're a physical group. Uh, they love to bring pressure. They blitz about 80% of the time. And uh, so it's definitely going to be a, a really big week for our offensive line, running back tight ends, and being able to uh, pass protect because uh, their linebackers and safeties are, are coming pretty much uh, every snap. Uh, their defense held a very talented Houston offense uh, last week to only 256 yards, and I think Houston only had two offensive touchdowns in regulation. Uh, they had one kickoff return and then one there in, in overtime. So uh, I think they're uh, very confident in the way that their defense is playing. And Coach Scott talks about adjusting to the short week and quick turnaround. Uh, for us, uh, it's definitely a short week. Um, you know, just had a staff meeting a minute ago and told our staff uh, we're loading the buses in 48 hours and 30 minutes from right now <laughs> is when we get on the buses to head to Greenville. So it's going to be a really, really quick turnaround. And uh, I think the next uh, 48 hours for us is going to be critical in our prep. Uh, we, we had a uh, modified practice uh, yesterday evening. And uh, really tonight will be our, our one big physical practice. It's kind of a Tuesday-Wednesday practice combined in one. We'll have that tonight. And then tomorrow night is like our typical Thursday night practice where you're kind of polishing up your game plan and, and uh, doing all the things you do in that last practice. And then that's it. All right, and this is Coach Scott for USF talking about the opportunity to play in prime time on the you know, worldwide leader. You know, look forward to an opportunity to get to play on Thursday night, ESPN. Uh, it'll be a really uh, great opportunity for our team and our program to hopefully uh, showcase the progress uh, that we've been making, and, and uh, we'll find out uh, here with the next big challenge uh, Thursday night. That is today's Pirate Report. There are ways to shut down a rumor, and then there's the Mike Tomlin way to shut down a rumor. We'll get into that next, but Ben Byram with a 94-3 The Game Sports Flash Update. 
Thanks, Patrick. We start from college football, a player that the parts are all too familiar with in current South Carolina starting quarterback Zeb Nolan is the torn meniscus but is not expected to miss any games. The Sun Belt continues to get bigger as they announce the additions of Old Dominion and Southern Miss who are expected to officially be members no later than 2023. And the ACC is currently exploring options to leave Greensboro as its headquarters. Charlotte is currently receiving strong considerations to be the conference's new home. From the Carolina Panthers, the team has placed starting guard John Miller on IR with an ankle injury while waving punter Ryan Winslow. It's been confirmed by owner David Tepper that the Panthers are officially out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, claiming that Watson would only waive his no-trade clause for Miami. NFL insider Ian Rappaport claims that that is not entirely true and that the Panthers organization had chosen to step away from talks because of three reasons. The first one being the price of the trade, the second being the unknown factors of the situation, and the third being that they would they would have liked to sit down with Watson and get to know get to know him and do their homework, but unfortunately they couldn't get that done. Recent reports have also revealed that the Texans and the Dolphins have pretty much reached an agreement, but Miami wants his legal issues to be resolved prior to it becoming official. Moving on to the MOB World Series, Game 2 is set to get underway tonight in Houston at 8 o'clock. The Braves currently lead the series over the Astros 1-0 after winning decisively 6-2 in Houston last night. Braves pitcher Charlie Morton fractured his fibula in that game and will be out for the rest of the series. He will be replaced by left-hander Tucker Davidson. Atlanta's expect to start their ace Max Freed tonight, while Australia's will go with Jose Urquidy. Wrapping up with the Charlotte Hornets, the 3-1 high will look to bounce back from an overtime loss to the Boston Celtics as they travel to Orlando to take and take on the 1-3 Magic. Tip-off for that game is set for 7. Terry Rozier is listed as doubtful for that one with a right ankle sprain, while P.J. Washington is listed as out with the exact same injury. The Magic will be without Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz with left knee injuries, as well as Michael Carter-Williams with a left ankle injury. That's going to do it for your 94th Game Sports Update. I'm Ben Byram. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. <laughs> Another season of Rose Rampants football is back on your home for Greenville Sports and the ECU Pirates. Let's 94-3, the game. J.H. Rose football is brought to you by the law firm of Hardy, Massey, and Blanche, Sam Pollard and Son, Heating and Air, First Bank, Caraway Office Solutions, Stadium Sports, and Doctors Bowman, Padgett, and Associates Dentistry. The Rampants play here on the home for Rose Rampants football. 94-3, the game. At U.S. Cellular, we can help everyone stay connected for less. And less also means more, as in more choice. Right now, you choose any phone and we make it free. Plus, get unlimited data for $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply to uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. 
Hey, I'm Gray Fussell, proud fourth-generation winemaker at Dupin Winery and proud new graduate of East Carolina. So many great things are happening right now at the winery. We're celebrating our 45th anniversary this year, and I'm officially Duplin's newest full-time employee. For four years now, I've been asking you to buy our delicious wines from your favorite store, and I hope you'll continue to do so. I think this makes me the official voice of Dupin Winery, so if you see my boss, who is also my dad, tell him I deserve a raise. Thank you for your support, and go Pirates. Finally, Greenville has a new P.T.'s Grill. P.T.'s Old Fashioned Grill is open on Greenville Boulevard across from Ashley Furniture. With burgers, fries, chicken sandwiches, salads, even two vegan burgers. P.T.'s Old Fashioned Grill uses fresh, never-frozen beef and chicken, plus their famous hand-cut fries are prepared daily for each meal. They also have hand-squeezed lemonade and local beers on tap. For lunch or dinner, check out P.T.'s Old Fashioned Grill on Greenville Boulevard in Greenville, and you'll understand what all the excitement is about. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Log on to our new website, 943thegame.com, for PJ Shot Podcasts and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Okay, we'll do that. We'll get him on. I mean, we get every, you know, we're, we're friendly with the Hurricane Broadcast people, so we'll get them on. They're good folks. They're still on. Undefe- they're five and zero, right? Yeah, we're huge Caniacs over here. Your Carolina Hurricanes. All right, there are a lot of uh, a lot of winning going on. Let's hope that continues in tomorrow night. Uh, our good friend, Coach Hamilton, who I'm, who I'm surprised, still speaks to me because I did one of their soccer games last year for ESPN Play, and I'll do anything. But I'm no soccer announcer. I'll say that, Coach. You're not mad at me, are you? No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. We're all right. glad to have you back anytime you want to come back. I tell you what, I think I ought to be the roving sideline guy and talk to you and the opposing coach during the game. I think that's what I need to talk to the, the plus folks about. I think that'd be a good role for me in soccer. Me. I, I'm pretty much roving up and down already too much on, on my own. So yeah. you might you might get a little winded. Oh, I'll definitely get winded. There's no two ways about that. I'll be I'll I'm winded thinking about it right now. Um Jason Hamilton, what a job he's done with the ECU soccer team. Hey, congratulations, uh, because you all are headed to the postseason. Yeah, no, we appreciate it. It's, uh, you know, super, super proud of the ladies and what they've done. And, you know, as a coach, you know, in our profession, in our sport, you're not, you're not doing this to get rich. Um, you know, a lot of time away from the family and a lot of sacrifices, but you, your, your fulfillment you get is when you see your seniors um, who, who, you know, they're not sure what's going to end up and, and we get that big win on Sunday and to see their faces that, you know, they now get to extend their, their careers and play one more game. It's all about that for me. That was an awesome experience for us. No, that's very cool. And uh, you guys beat a really good Memphis team in order to do it. Did you not? Absolutely. That's uh, you know, my, my first time beating them since I've been here, they are a, you know, perennial top 20 team, you know, top of the conference every single year. So, you know, a great, again, a great achievement for, for our young ladies. Um, you know, that's, that's, 
they're, they're, it's always been a, a battle with us. I think we match up well against them. So it's always been a one goal game. We've tied them in the past. Um, but to, to get that win, you know, against a ranked team, you know, put ourselves in a really good position, obviously for the conference tournament, but, you know, also get ourselves in, in the bubble talk for a uh, NCAA tournament bid where, you know, we're, we're probably one of the first five teams out at this point, but we've given wow. ourselves you know, opportunity to play more and, and hopefully build on that resume. All right, we've got uh, Coach Jason Hamilton, ECU Soccer, with us. Has it been determined yet? Uh, you guys are going to play on Halloween. Is it determined who you guys have in the uh, opening opening uh, match? Uh, it, one one through six, as far as the six teams in, has been determined, but no seeding has been determined yet. So oh. we have a bye tomorrow night. Okay, Everyone else plays, and there are 21 different scenarios that could happen. You're so we could me. go. Are we, you we know. We know we would not go to UCF because we would never, we wouldn't cross over, but because um, right, right. they would either end up one spot ahead of us or one spot behind us. But we could go to South Florida, Memphis, Houston, or SMU. So it is, it is still a very tight race, and oh a lot to be determined with the game. So, so have you? What do you guys do? Do you just put flights on standby? How do you, how do you book that? Uh, very good question. We are working <laughs> on that and trying to figure that out right now. Right. Um, of, of what we can do because we got to, yeah, we've got to figure out where we're going. Then we've got to figure out how we're getting there. We got to have buses getting us to the airport. We got to get buses for when we land, uh, hotels. So my, uh, my, my staff has been vigorously working all day trying to figure out. That's why we've been looking at all those scenarios and knowing right, right. them all exactly what, what has to happen. And, um, you know, had the travel agent on the phone trying to, to get that sorted out. So, um, it's it's unique, but I mean, hey, this is three out of four years we've been in the conference tournament, and it's always come down to the last match day of the season to figure out what exactly is going to happen. Last year when we went, only the top four teams made it. Right, so it right. That yeah. one site so that made it a little bit easier. This year, uh, three and four host five and six, and then one and two get a bye. So it's a little bit different, um, but you know we're just happy to be in it. So we'll 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 go through those struggles as much as we need to to um, to be able to play. And here's what people don't understand. Uh, so it's it's S- you said it's SMU, uh, Memphis, and who? Uh, SMU, Memphis, Houston, or Houston. South Florida are the schools South, okay. we could end up going to. So you think, all right, well, they're all major cities. Absolutely. The worst place to fly into is Memphis. It's one of the hardest places oh. to fly to in America. It's crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't, think, looking at, uh, you wouldn't think with FedEx there it would be that hard. But Well, we're, we've already looked ahead of things, and if we were to end up at Memphis or Houston, we wouldn't be able to get home on Sunday. We'd have to stay an extra night because there's just no options coming back. Uh, and, and we're, yeah. and, but you're not talking about one flight out. You're talking about a group of 25 to 30 people, which makes a little bit more challenging than sure, just sure. catching a flight on Sunday 48 hours out. Yeah. So, I, see, I was going to ask you about the bubble situation, but I guess I can in, in a sense, even though it's not determined who you're playing, but should you guys win on Sunday – does that increase your chances to get in at large? We are. It, it'll be very close. Um, you know, so so our conference has had an exceptional year. We're probably third or fourth best conference in in women's college soccer this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got seven teams: Cincinnati, who's not going to make the conference tournament, and then ourselves um, and everyone else in the tournament. We've got seven teams in the top seventy-five right now. So that's a phenomenal wow. year for our conference. We will. I would expect us to be a four-team bid. Um, a okay. four-bid team, you know, conference yeah. this year, which is great for our conference because it's been probably about four years since that's happened. We've been sending two the last few years, but um, we've had it's been a conference who sent that many teams before. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of things that could happen. So you know, a, a game depending on who we play. Um, I think 
Memphis is 55. Everyone else in, that's in the tournament's in the top 50. So you're going to get a shot to play a top 50 team on, on Sunday. You win that game, and now you get another shot at a top 50 team, essentially, after that, um, on, if you make it to the semis. So we've already got a couple top 50 wins under our belt. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting in a position right now, probably looking, looking in from the outside. But mm-hmm. if you win on Sunday just with as strong as our conference is, that probably drags you up a little bit further and, and puts you in conversations. You know, I'm on the, I'm on the selection committee for, for our region. Okay. So I, I get to look at it every week and I get to, you know, I get to crunch the numbers and, you know, our strength of schedules 43rd in the country. Oh, wow. Um, we, we've got, we've got some top 50 results. So we, we've got, we've got a decent resume compared to some teams whose RPI is 15 spots ahead of us that um, when it comes down to it, you know, they're going to look at how's this team ended and, you know, we're, we're one loss, I think, in the last five or six games. So, you know, yeah. they're looking at a hot team if we can if we can get past this Sunday. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. So win Sunday, pretty good chance you get to the semis and win, get to the finals, you're probably in then, regardless of the outcome, right? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've told our group, if you're in the finals, you're in, you're in the right. NCAA tournament. I yeah. think that's, that does enough for it. Um, you know, I think we're in a good enough spot. You know, we've got to have some, some you know, RPI, how it works, it's just like basketball, you got to have some teams, right. you know, do some – or, I mean, we beat VCU, who's a top 50 team. Um, they have one loss in their conference all year, three losses on the season. So you got to hope that they, you know, if they, if they win out, because um, they'll need to to be in the NCAA tournament. So if they can win out um, their conference and get that automatic bid, well, you know, there's a team that that's, that's something they look at is, hey, what are, what's their record against teams that are in the tournament? So, you know, Campbell won the, the Big South outright. Mm-hmm. So if they can win their NCAA tournament, if, you know, we beat them, if VCU can win their, their conference tournament and get into the NCAA, like, so there's a couple teams there that they can look at and say, okay, well, ECU's got wins against teams that are already in the tournament. They've got some top 50 results. Uh, their RPI is in a good spot. And, you know, if you make it to the finals of the American Athletic Conference, historically you're in the tournament because it's just such a such a tough conference. Well, if you're going to get that far, just win the whole damn thing. That's what I say. Just well, do at that. that point, why not? Right? We yeah. let's let's not leave it for chance. So I think <laughs> I think we're in a great place. I think our our team is in a very good mindset, and you know the positive. You know, we we know we're traveling. We're we're not going to finish in the top four. Right. Um, right. So we know we're tra- weekend, but at the end of the day we're the only team not playing this Thursday. So we're going to go in Sunday to someone's house and we're going to be well rested and they're going to be coming off a Thursday game, which is two game weekends are always tough. So we're going to use everything to our advantage that we can and throw, you know, throw in a bunch of bodies at them and throw a bunch of energy at them and, and get after them, whoever it is. Give me an idea. Uh, Jason Hamilton, ECU soccer coach, uh, pirates are in the conference tournament. They'll figure out where they're headed. They're in the top 10 in the South region as well. Uh, give name some names here. Give us the names of some players who've been big for you this season. Uh, so freshman out of Houston, Haley McWhorter has, has come on at the right time. She's kind of found her stride. Uh, I think she's got five conference goals. She was the, uh, the, the freshman of the week in the American athletic conference three weeks in a row, and then went on and scored the game winner against Memphis. And I think she got snubbed because people got sick of voting for her every week. So, you know, she's someone who is, probably in contention to be the freshman of the year in the conference. Um, you know, she, she's scoring at the right time and, and doing well. So that's, that's a great one for us on the attacking side. Um, but then we got, we got a, a good core of seniors, um, you know, anchor in the back line, Kim Samford, Addie Sauls, Morgan Dewey, um, Lexi Moore, like they're, they're in our, you know, we've, we've got a really solid back line of, of experience. And, and that's, I mean, you, you've heard it. It's, you know, sounds cliche, but you've heard it like, defense wins championships. So if we can lock things down, you know, we've probably given up more goals than we want to this year, um, especially in conference play, 
but you know we we've tightened up you know that that last game against a really good team and uh, you know everyone's everyone's zero zero and zero going in the conference tournament yeah. so it doesn't matter what you did before that point it's who can come out and, and play the best game on that day and you know that's that's the excitement of college athletics, right? Conference tournaments, NCAA tournaments is, is teams who aren't necessarily on paper. The team that's supposed to win can come out and compete on any given day and win that game. Hey, uh, Coach, thanks for the uh, time here this afternoon, and best of luck to you guys uh, in the upcoming tournament, and to hope you guys will qualify for the NCAAs one way or the other. I think that would be fabulous. Appreciate you having me. All right, there he goes. Coach Hamilton, Jason Hamilton, ECU Soccer. We'll break, come back. There's a way to dispel a rumor, and you'll hear probably the, the best way to do it, one of the more interesting ways to do it, straight ahead. And action. Pirates. Play there. Panthers. Good, baby. Very good. The P-Man. Uh, this is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Pirate fans, single-game tickets are on sale now for as low as $20 for three great games to come. East Carolina will take on the Bulls of South Florida, the Temple Owls for Hall of Fame weekend, and then Thanksgiving weekend, it's nationally ranked Cincinnati. For tickets, go to ecupirates.com. You can paint this with purple. Sara Lee Frozen Bakery in Tarboro is hiring. If you're looking for a career change, there's never been a better time to join the Sara Lee Frozen Bakery family. Benefits start day one, and they offer sign-on and monthly perfect attendance bonuses. Starting salary for skilled labor positions between $16 to $20 an hour. Join a winning team. Send your resume to Tarboro Recruitment at SaraLeeFB.com. That's Tarboro Recruitment at SaraLeeFB.com. Sara Lee Frozen Bakery is an equal opportunity employer. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. Here is your ice-cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, sir. Oh, thanks. Want to watch the game? Ooh, little sports ball on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Hey, did we win? 
I, it, it sounds like we won. It's still the first quarter. I must be lucky. People say that about me. Tough break on that free throw there. Shouldn't be doing that. Dude, we're watching football. Come on. For everyone who spent the entire game explaining the entire game, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. As heard on ESPN, uh, no, rather, heard here on 94.3 The Game, make it. As heard here on 94.3 The Game, Carson Palmer telling Dan Patrick a couple days ago that Luke Fickle's a candidate, quite possibly, for the opening at USC, the Cincinnati coach. There are some others as well, kind of the usual suspects that you expect. James Franklin, the Penn State coach. James Franklin at Penn State, exactly. Uh, Mike Tomlin was a name that he dropped. Right? That's right. Mike Tomlin, of course, for what, 15 years, the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. And Mike Tomlin, you could hear the the very tail end of the question. Basically, he was asked to, res- what was his response to the Carson Palmer uh, assertion that Mike Tomlin would be in the mix for the uh, Southern Cal job. Now, he didn't say... No comment or no, I'm not. He he kind of went to a new level on it. Let's give it a listen. Some Palmer connecting you to some college jobs. Hey guys, I don't have time for that speculation. I mean that's a joke to me. Um, I got one of the best jobs in in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? Um, that'll be the last time that I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. <laughs> okay. Anybody else got any questions about any college jobs? There's not a booster with a big enough blank check. Anyone else? All right. Thank you. Anybody asking Sean Payton about that? You know, anybody asking Andy Reid about stuff like that? So clearly at the end he was picked off. He made it a race thing. Well, see, I didn't read into it that he made it. I guess he made it to a a disrespect thing. But you say he made it to a race thing. I think that's definitely what it was. He wasn't happy about it. Well, I mean, look, Southern Cal could be, and I, I believe is, a good football job. It's a top 10 job. I think the problem there is there's not a lot of stability in job security. I think in terms of head coaches, I think Mike Tomlin's job is the most secure yeah. in the NFL, despite the fact the Steelers are not as good as they once were. I don't see why he would throw that away to go to USC where they've had a high turnover rate, including with guys like Ed Orgeron who went on – Later on to win a national title, so and then lose his job exactly again. And I don't know if he'd be getting. He might be getting paid like a mil or two more. I just I don't think that's necessarily worth it for him to jump ship. Well, Steelers aren't having a great year. Rosslin, Roethlisberger's at the end of the run. Well, we say that, but they're three and three right now. So, yeah, yeah. but he's never had a year below five hundred. Exactly, the coach of the Steelers. Yeah. His worst year was eight and eight. Yeah, and right now he's well. There, there's no way he'll he'll either finish above or below five hundred this year. Yeah, there's no five hundred. So, I don't know. I, I I get what he, I do like that he said never say never. Yeah. Because here's what I do believe. There might be a booster out there with a big enough checkbook. Uh, yeah, I think so. In Southern Cal? Or, or so, sure. anywhere. Yeah. You don't think if, if Texas, I mean, not that they're going to, but if Texas came a-calling, Alabama came calling, 
Which, by the way, with Mike Tomlin, we've never really seen him rebuild a program. When he's had success in the league and won a Super Bowl, it was with Bill Cowher's guys. So I, I, I don't know. I think that's a little bit too much of a risk if you're at USC, in my opinion. Well, I think there's great stability there. There's a lot of respect there. Exactly, yeah. And he's a good coach. I don't know if that translates to success, though. I don't think he wants to recruit. That's that yeah, would I, be. I don't think so. Either. That would be the other whole thing. lot different. Whole lot different. And I, I just think he kind of felt slighted because he probably does not get in his mind the credit. I mean, Sean Payton has the same amount of Super Bowls as he does. Andy Reid right now has the same amount. No, yeah, Reid's got the same amount of Super Bowls, more appearances, but maybe that's why he's a little, a little torqued off there. But she shouldn't be getting mad at the reporters. I mean, that was something that was getting thrown out there, and they just simply asked the question. They're not the ones starting the rumor, so that's what was kind of a little puzzling to me about it. We hear some Dumbo questions, and I've heard them well, for trust years. Trust me, we hear a lot of them. Well, yeah, well, I mean, and not just, I mean, everywhere. You hear really dumb questions. But when it comes to something like that, it was on probably the one of the biggest sports talk shows in the country. Carson Palmer has been brought in to kind of consult the search. It wasn't like he was just giving a wish list. Yeah. So you would think there was, at the very least, somebody from representing USC. Well, not only that, he's a USC legend, probably right. the greatest quarterback they've ever had there. But but somebody from USC, you would think, who's part of this search. You know what I mean? Is probably headed out to, uh, or at least contacted Tomlin's agent, I would think. Tomlin went, Tomlin went nuts on him, though. Uh, I think he was a little bit out of line, but hey, he got his point across, so it is what it is. There's dispelling rumors, and then there's stomping them out, which is what Mike Tomlin did. I thought it was kind of great, actually. Part of it, I I get where you're going with the last part. I think think he got a little heated because he felt disrespected. But prior to that, I thought it was because he left enough of a room open. Never say never, but there's not a checkbook big enough. Maybe we'll see. But I, I don't think – if he was on the USC shortlist, I think he's off of it now. I think Matt Rule is more likely to take the USC job than Mike Tomlin. From your mouth to somebody's ears. <laughs> All right. Uh, catch you tomorrow, 3 o'clock. We'll be on the air with uh, the Patrick Johnson Show from outside of Town Bank Tower. And then our Fort Game Day 2.0 locale will house Bushlight Pirate Game Day Countdown. Terrence and I will have that for you. We'll get you ready for ECU and USF. Eric Ward going to stop by during the PJ show. We'll talk to Jay Sunholder and US, USF AD. Uh, Mike Kelly will also be by during the show. We'll also hear more from uh, ECU's AD, uh, Director of Athletics, John Gilbert. All right, see you tomorrow.